0: Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. I am Brian Coaching, Marketing Director here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. We like to do that in 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the podcast you can consume on your way to or from the office. If you're working from home, maybe you like go for a walk around the block and listen to it. Um, it's a good walk yeah it could be a good walk if you enjoy the show if you're watching on youtube would love if you can give us a thumbs up and make sure to subscribe to the channel hit that notification bell so you get notified of upcoming episodes and if you're listening on any one of the podcast platforms we're on um, itunes and
1: pandora
0: and iHeartRadio and spotify and all that stuff so if you can give us a rating on whatever platform it is that you're listening that stuff really really helps us out so if we give you value help us out um the way we like to run this show is rather than guessing at what it is that you guys want to hear about we just like to listen to you. Um and the way that you can tell us what you want us to talk about on the show is to go to the whistleway.com. The You can ask us questions on there, join our Facebook group, uh get early access to a lot of stuff we're working on, doing a lot of coaching videos in there. Um you can subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, join our referral network and find out about our upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind event which we are going to be doing a, a badass online version uh built out very soon which I'm brian really is excited, excited. and re- nervous about
1: you know what i'm not so nervous about it. i'm really excited for it it's it's yeah. taking shape in my brain and i think it's gonna be uh very easy to consume people can go at their own pace um i'm really excited about it actually i'm not i'm not nervous at all okay i mean it's a lot of work and we're, the plan is to do it fairly quickly so i'm a little nervous about that part yeah <laughs> but at least it's not end of year so we'll just go
0: up into a. A cabin in the mountains, and take some mushrooms—legal mushrooms—and uh, we'll just get after it and do it all in a day.
1: I don't, I don't do vegetables. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you guys have never tried Genius Mushrooms on Amazon, they're freaking amazing.
1: Previous budget, anyway. Yes. Let's get into
0: it. All right, cool. What are we talking about today, Brian?
1: Today we are talking about work-life balance. Yeah. Uh, you are a giant proponent of this. Um, I remember when I joined a couple years ago, a uh, couple six years ago. Um, we were—I was doing property shoots and. We became more and more and I was working 40, 50, 60 hours a week and then finally said, okay, you said no more no more overtime because I always felt like if, if I needed to get done I would do the, the work and you said no more, I don't want you to get burnt out and I don't want to pay overtime there's two portions of it um, but you, you pride yourself on working 40 hours 30 to 50 hours a week every single week of, of the year? That's
0: a big range I do not like to go over 40 30 to 40 is okay. my goal
1: I didn't, want to, I didn't want to short you. You work three hours this month. So I didn't want to <laughs> short you. I'll let you do it. Um, and then we just had Amy, who just spoke at Amy Gregory. Amy, Amy Gregory. I just Out keep of looking. Arizona. Yep. Badass. And she says she works on her business eight to ten hours a week. Yep. Um, doing part-time, mother of four. Four, yeah. Um, and so I thought this is a perfect time as she talked talk about social, but she kind of threw in, oh, yeah, I work eight hours a week. How, how can you help agents – that are either leading a team, if the agent is doing this by themselves, how can? It, what are some tips that you can do that you can give going into 2021 to really have that balance, if that's someone, something that they want?
0: Yeah, for sure. Now this is a fun one. I love to talk about this because uh, this is a job that can absolutely consume you. Um, I mean, you can work 60, 70, 80 plus hours a week. Um, and you know, a lot of people will tell themselves like, oh, it's okay because like, I love it. I really enjoy work. Like, do you really enjoy work that much? Or would you rather be sitting on the beach, sipping on a margarita with your loved ones around you? Perfect weather in Hawaii, like,
1: or San Diego, or do you (laughs) want to be
0: in your office at 11 PM that you've already put in, you know, a 12 plus hour day, you're stressed out, your family hates you because you're not home. Like. You could tell yourself it's okay,
1: but you're freaking
0: lying. Like yep. that's bullshit. You you really are not happy. So and
1: doing a lot of times doing shit you don't wanna do.
0: Yeah. So, you know, where this all starts is really understanding the value of your time.
1: Ooh, okay. can I guess what step one is? Go ahead. Get an assistant. If you're not if you not don't yet. have Oh, no, that's not no, even step no, one. Not step one. First Dang. we
0: gotta understand the value of our Damn. time. Damn, okay. Um so before <laughs> you hire an assistant, then we'll lead into you need to have an assistant. So uh, the way that you got to do this is figure out. Right, we're we're coming up here on 2021. You got to figure out what is your income goal for 2021. Figure that number out.
1: Let's. Um, I want to do some math while you talk about all it. All right,
0: Brian's gonna do the math. It's not hard, Brian.
1: So let's say everyone's goal is a hundred thousand. Yeah.
0: It's just, yeah. Let's run with a hundred. This is something I've learned over all my years in this industry. Is a hundred is the bar. Yep. If you make over a hundred, you're happy If you make under a hundred. You're not happy. You feel like you've made it. Once you make a hundred, I don't care if you're here in San Diego or you're in San Antonio or you're in San Francisco. Like a hundred is just this number. Everybody wants to Those make a hundred places. San Antonio is not expensive. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just that's the number. Everybody always wants to make at least a hundred. So yep. let's run with a hundred. Okay. If you are working 40 hours a week, then the way that's just, the sun is just going to hit me in the eyes. It's all right, Thomas, we're going to be good. Um, if you're going to work 40 hours a week, that is 2,040 hours, assuming you take no time off. All right. If you take time off for the holidays and maybe take a vacation in there, which is what we're going to lead into, it's really 2,000 hours. So 52 weeks minus okay. 2 times 40, it's 2,000. So we didn't really need a calculator for this, Brian, I thought it was going to get complicated. 50. It's 50. <laughs> when
1: I get the 50 round number, I was like, damn, <laughs> I guess we could have done... Mental it's math. cool, but I'm glad. That that's it, fine. I mean, I everybody's got to have
0: somebody fact-checking them. We don't want any fake news. Correct. So, um, we don't need any recounts, right? We're good? Cool. Um, so your time is worth $50 an hour. So you got to understand that. Then the next part is making sure that you're not doing anything that's not a $50 an hour or more task. And this is where a lot of people screw up is they just take it all on themselves. And they end up working 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week because they just think, I don't want to pay. I don't have the money to pay somebody, so I'm going to do it myself. I don't want to pay somebody. I could save money. I'll just do it myself. Um, that's part one. Part two is people have issues letting go of control. Yep. And letting go of control is going to cause you to lose control of your life and of your family. Um, so I strongly recommend you figure out how you deal with these two things. And I would even
1: even argue your business, right? Yeah. There are things that you're spectacular at, Kyle, and there are things... Like shooting photos with my Nikon camera. There are things uh, Chris may call you dog shit at, you know, so um, yes.
0: Yeah, you got to understand, you're not the best at everything, right? There's there's nobody. Um, Somebody, Jeremy, in our team, used a good analogy earlier today and talked about Henry Ford. Henry Ford was not the best at building a car it was best at building a process that built the car um, and using the right people in the right places and not trying to do everything himself he wasn't the guy who was putting the the tire onto the rim and then mounting the rim onto the car like and building the doors like he didn't do all of that he built the process that did all of that so you got to understand you can't do everything you're not the best at everything I promise you You are not an amazing photographer and an amazing interior designer and amazing on the phones and amazing at paperwork and amazing at working with buyers and amazing at working with sellers and amazing at doing all the paperwork that's involved with it and amazing at coordinating everything. Like get over that shit. You're not amazing at all of that stuff. Figure out what it is that you're good at and then leverage resources for the rest of it. So you gotta, one, stick to what's in your wheelhouse, and then two, you got to leverage your time. You should not be doing tasks that are, assuming in this scenario that 100's the number, you shouldn't be doing any tasks that's not worth at least $50 plus an hour. So when you think to yourself like, oh, I'll just stuff these envelopes, so I don't, I don't wanna have to hire somebody, they're, they're gonna want like $15 an hour. I'm gonna go like, I'll go deliver all these flyers to everybody's doors, like I don't wanna pay somebody to do that, even though I could pay somebody $15 an hour. Um, so you do it yourself, and so in your head you're thinking to yourself, like I'm saving $15 an hour by doing this. But if your time is worth $50 an hour, the net effect is you cost yourself 35 bucks.
1: And the caveat I like to, because a lot of times people go, "Okay, then I'll just hire that out," and then they're sitting on the beach with their family, but not. That's not worth $50 an hour. It's the negotiations, the the that sort of stuff that's well, worth. Well, it, it can be.
0: Right. So there's there's true. two ways to look true. at this, right? Um, I do not have the highest profit margin um, of anybody out there. I'll be the first to admit it, but I have a shit ton of free time. Considering we run a six million plus dollar GCI business, I have a shitload of free time. There's not a lot of people that are running six million plus dollar teams that are working less than forty hours a week. So that's one of your options: is that you can leverage resources and pay other people to do things for you that they can do better than you to buy yourself more time. That's yep. So that's Good point. one. Um, the other part is, again, you could pay people to do things that are below your pay grade. You, if your pay grade is $50 an hour, you should not be doing anything that's worth less than $50 an hour. If you could pay somebody 20 they should be doing it. You should not be doing that task. So um, really managing our time effectively is really the most important part of this thing. So. If it needs to be a full-time assistant, cool. If it needs to be a virtual assistant, cool. If there's companies that you can outsource, certain things do not outsource your ISA work, um, but you can outsource a lot of different things in your business. You can outsource your marketing. You can outsource um, tons and tons of things. You can outsource people to put open house signs up for you. You can open house people to put flyers out. Like you can open house or outsource a lot of that stuff.
1: And the more and more you get, if you're super techie, you can automate a ton of this shit. So using things, tools like Zapier, we automate so much now using monday.com to send out emails to agents that it would literally take me five or ten minutes every time i did this and it was annoying now it's just literally a click of a button it goes out exactly what i want to say every single time um and yeah it took me two hours to set it up but now it's good forever yep. so automation's an an easy way where you can still retain control you can still have it exactly how you want it but save a shit ton of time and therefore a lot of money moving yep. forward
0: so automation and delegation, that's really the key to freeing up your time. So then the, the we got that down, right? We understand the value of our time. We're not going to do dumb shit that we could have somebody do for less than what our time is worth. Um, then the key is building out a schedule and sticking to that schedule. When you build out the schedule, you got to put two things in there first. You got to put your family time in there first, and you got to put your religion time in there, second (laughs) or second, first or second, right? Well, we can argue this one, a one B, um, depending on your faith and all that. So one a and one B let's just run with that first and first as (laughs) Brian likes to do. Um, so you got to put those things in there first and you got to respect those things. You do not want to be the parents or the husband or the wife, um, or the caretaker or whatever that puts Work in front of family. Um, you've got to put family stuff in the calendar first and you've got to put that shit in there in stone. It does not change. If you need somebody to carve in stone, Shannon, our ops director, <laughs> she will carve with a Sharpie in stone for you. She's got a heavy hand. Um, so you've got to put that family stuff in there first. That has to go in there first before anything else. And it, once it goes in there, it stays in there. You have to respect that family time. It is so damn important. So that could even just be things like lunch with your spouse once a week that you just decide, and you know what? Once a week, I want to go have lunch with my wife. Um, I literally have in there the days I take my daughter to work or to school. <laughs> like, I value taking her to school. I love it. Like, it's our time. If you guys watch my Instagram stories, at Kyle Whistle, we're always in the car. We're rocking out. We're singing. We're dancing. Like, we're having a great time. Like, I really value that time with my daughter. Um, so even block things like that, whether it's taking them to school whether it's picking them up from school, whether it's going to lunch with your family, um, anything like that, you gotta put that stuff in there. Um, The other things you've gotta do is you've got to put some vacations in there. It is so damn healthy to get the hell out of town. And especially if you want your business to explode, like go on vacation. Like if you ever have no deals, you have nothing going on in your business, go on vacation and somehow there's this like silent (laughs) alert that goes out to all your clients like, Kyle's leaving town, I should probably buy a house, okay. And everybody wants to buy. So then you come back and you have a shitload of business. It's this weird thing. Those of you guys that have been in the game for a while, you know how this works. Um, But you got to actually plan out some vacations. And even if you don't have a destination, which shit right now, can you even make a destination (laughs) with COVID? Who the hell knows where you're going to be able to go in six months from now? Um, Even if you don't have a destination, block it off. Just put vacations in your calendar. I would recommend, like I have a goal to do four every year. I want to do one with my wife i want to do one with my family i want to do one with my friends and i want to do one with the guys those are the four like i'm committed to four trips a year so again one with just me and my wife one with my family one with all my friends and then one with just the guys like i'm committed to those four trips every year so at the beginning of the year block that shit off like this is the perfect time right like we're just coming into 2021 right now like block off four trips a year um, so that you actually have that in your calendar. It doesn't matter if you have a destination yet, you'll figure it out. Even if that destination is your backyard, cause you're on lockdown, who cares? <laughs> but that dedicated time to spending with your family, with your friends, with your, your spouse, with your, you know, with your boys, with your girls, whatever the case is like, just get that shit in the calendar. Because if you don't put it in the calendar, guess what you're going to do? You're just going to start booking work shit over top of it. You can be like, oh, they got nothing in the calendar this weekend. I'm going to do another open house. I'm going to go show properties. I'm going to go like blah, blah, blah. Like, put that shit in your calendar. But those, those four trips a year are huge for work-life balance.
1: So now let's talk about leveraging. So now let's get into the assistant portion of it. Yeah. Right? So you need, you get to a point where you're going to need someone on a, con- a consistent basis doing those less than $50 an hour tasks. Do you start with someone in-house that follows you around and picks up your dry cleaning and that sort of stuff? Or do you start with VAs? Where do you go with that?
0: Yeah, you know, I've never worked a day in this industry without an assistant. So even from day one, I've had an assistant because, uh, like we say, go ahead. You don't uh, have, if you don't have an assistant, you are, are the, assistant. the assistant. Yes. so <laughs> I realized this from very, very early on, um, that there's just that many tasks that happen in this industry that you have to have an assistant. Um, and uh, In all honesty, like most of the people I've heard that don't have an assistant, they say, like, I can't afford one. Well, guess what I'm going to say that you can't afford not to have one because you're never going to get to that next level. If you keep doing all the dumb shit yourself, like stuffing envelopes and, you know, door dropping flyers to people's door, you're never going to get to that next level to where you actually need the help. If you keep trying to do it all yourself. So you got to let go of the vine and ask for help. So initially, I think a lot's going to depend on your, where your business is at, if you're brand new, do you need a 40-hour assistant at $20 or 40-hour a week assistant at $20 an hour? No, like you're not going to start there. Start with somebody part time. Um, you know, one of the things I found there's a lot of stay-at-home parents who just want part time. They want to. They just. They don't even really care about the money. I found they just want something to Some do purpose. to get away from their fucking kid, right? <laughs> like you, those of you guys that are parents, you know, you just want to get away from your kid. And it's nice to get away from your kid and actually, like, have something that you do where you feel productive yep. other than, you know, vacuuming goldfish out of your seat cushions in the back of your car.
1: You're supposed um, to vacuum those out? <laughs> so, right, you want <laughs> to do, Tom you wanna do more with your life. Back seat. <laughs> you're,
0: you're stuck watching ABC Mouse all day, like, Yeah, that's that's very intellectually stimulating, but actually like getting out and having a job where you're earning a paycheck feels good. So something I found a lot of times you can find, you know, stay at home parents that just want a little side job just so they can have some level of independence, have their own thing. And then what's cool is a lot of times that, you know, some people just want to stay at home for the first year, first two years, first three years. One of our agents today hit me up and was like, you know, now that my daughter's a year old, like I want to dive back in full time. So maybe you pick somebody up who wants to be part-time but has a vision after their kid's a year, two, three years old. They want to come out full-time. So um, maybe you find something like that. Maybe you go VAs. Maybe it's just a lot of virtual, um, assistant. virtual assistant. We're using um, Spear Rocket, correct? Yes. Yeah, so Justin Nelson has a, a great VA company that we're working with. Uh, if you want to hook up on that, let me know. Um, so maybe you just want a virtual assistant. Maybe you have a lot of like data You know, repetitive tasks like data entry, data management type tasks. Virtual assistants can be amazing at that. Maybe you got you're shooting a lot of videos. You need somebody to edit them for you, or you need people to handle your social media posting or managing your emails. Like, there's so many things virtual assistants can do. So, um, it just depends. If you have, what I would say is, if you don't have a lot of like running around tasks. Like my assistant runs around, um, and I, I, I. Buy a lot of shit on Amazon half the time I need to return it because I buy the wrong stuff or um <laughs> I bought a pair of shoes this weekend. I thought they looked rad and they got here and I thought they were black and gray and they're freaking blue. They're hideous. So gotta return those. So he'll run things like run around town and go return stuff for me. Um, you know, drop off dry cleaning, meet people at my house. Um right now he's running around town. We do a clothing drive. Um for the holidays, he's running around town right now, picking up all of these bags of clothing um, so that we can make a huge donation to the Salvation Army. Like, if you have s- if you need things like that done, you probably need somebody local.
1: And make sure they have a clean driving record.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, unless they're just going to drive their car. I mean,
1: No, they it, still have to be insured they, by the company.
0: They do because they're on company time. Yeah, <laughs> we tried to hire somebody who had a terrible driving record. And it became obvious when he got, like, two or three parking tickets in a week. Um, we
1: tried to hire three people. That We <laughs> did hire one that had a terrible. We tried to hire two more. That didn't, yeah. that didn't work out. <laughs> um,
0: so if you have a lot of tasks like that that you need to offload, you probably want somebody local. If you just have a lot more of the other things, you know, database management and emails and whatnot, you could probably hire a VA. And you can find VAs five to ten bucks an hour, depending on how you do it.
1: And then the last thing I kind of want to touch on is, okay, it's one thing when you're doing work from, 8 to 5, 9 to 7, whatever, and you're working your week, how do you properly set – I mean, this is a client-facing business. Clients are going to text you at 9.30 at night, at 2 in the morning. How do you – that's the other part of it, setting okay. expectations with your clients of, hey, you can't reach me at Sunday at 9 a.m. I'm at church. Right. Like, How do you do that?
0: Yeah, so uh, a couple other things to add on to that is, one, you – um You have to set it up with your clients, let them know how your operation runs. You've got to make it abundantly clear to them what you do and what you do not do. Um, So they know who to contact for what. So if they have a question like, I'm having trouble filling out this disclosure form, like I don't get that call, I don't get that text, they know who to talk to. Um, The listing is out of sanitizer and, and masks. I don't get that phone call because I set all that expectation up front. So there's a big part of setting those expectations up front um, when you're in town and especially when you're out of town. So you got to make sure that if you go on vacation, you actually go on fucking vacation. I see people all the time go on vacation and then they're like posting on social media bragging about working on the beach. Like, no, I want to be drinking margarita on the beach, not working on the beach.
1: Sometimes in your line of work, that's the same thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They do have a margarita. They just don't show that in the picture. Um, so you got to set those expectations and boundaries with your clients. And a lot of people are scared to take a vacation because they're worried their clients think that they like don't actually work. Like, you know what happens when you take a vacation? Your client's are like, you do that. You work hard. Like go have a vacation. You deserve it. you will be surprised. Like you people will have this limiting belief their clients are going to freak out when they go out of town. It's like, no, if your clients go out of town too. Like they get it. Yep. You need to get out of town or you need to just unplug for a little bit. So make sure that you set proper expectations whether you're in town or out of town who's going to cover for you because I think that's a huge part um, of it and then again if you have clients who aren't respecting those boundaries the worst thing you can do is respond to them when they call you or text you at 9 30 at night now like look there's shit that happens and there's yep. fires like legit I just talked to somebody the other day there's a fire at a house like okay maybe it's like maybe I'm gonna do something about that at 9 30 but if a client's like hey I'm having trouble logging into DocuSign and they send that at 9 30 like I'm not going to respond to that shit I'm gonna pin it right if you're on iphone just pin it up to the top come back to it tomorrow um or set it to do for yourself so you don't forget like don't respond to it because the second you respond to it at 9 30 today they're gonna message you at 9 30 p.m tomorrow and 9:30 the next day so you just gotta you know set those boundaries and your spouse will appreciate you for it um one of the other ones we do a lot you know with my wife and i is that when we're out to dinner there's no phones like we're not i see couples all the time they're just sitting there like what the hell are you if you're going out to dinner God, I can't wait to go to dinner again. (laughs) Um, You're going out to dinner. Like, what the hell are you paying? Like, part of going out to dinner is the experience. Why are you there sitting on your phone the entire time? Like, enjoy that experience, whether it's just you and your spouse or your family. Like, you should not be on your phone when you're at the dinner table. Like, that's a big one. Um, Your spouse hates you for it. They might not tell you. They fucking hate you if you're on your phone at the dinner table, especially if you're doing work. Because that's straight up telling your spouse at that point and your your kids – that work is more important than them. Like when you're at the dinner table, that is that time to be present with whoever's across the table from you, whether it be your kids, your, your spouse, whoever. Um, so this is a couple other tips. Like that's a l- really good little rule to put in place. Cool. Um, and then one more, no last more. one. Nope. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> kiss my wife before I touch my phone every morning. Just a little one.
1: Because- That's like <laughs> I'm four in the morning. Does she like that? Or is she, she's like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: a little bit early, but she deals with it. <laughs> And if I don't do it, she doesn't know. because <laughs> <something. laughs> Cool. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of all of that. Um, if you want to you know, continue that conversation at all, you can always hit me up on Instagram at Kyle Whistle or just follow my stories on there. You can get a little glimpse into my life and um, how we roll. Uh, the way we like to close the show out is share something with you we call the Whistle Widget of the Week. This is something we use in our business that either saves us time, makes us more money, or helps us just have more fun. What do you got for us, Brad?
1: My widget is a way to send out mass emails um, with pretty good deliver, deliverability rate and um, some cool templates to make it actually look good rather than just a plain text email. And this isn't new. This is something we've been using for the last year or so, um, but I'm enjoying more and more, um, it's, and it's MailChimp. And so we actually, the, the plan we have, we have 15,000 contacts in there. We have three different audiences. So I, we have one specific for our people in Whistle Realty Group, Um, And the great thing about that is we can send out emails. Um, Cody uses them to send out like weekly, hey, here's what you missed. Uh, We have one specific to realtors that are in different parts of the business, either coming on to our group or uh, part of our referral network, inbound or outbound. Um, And then we have the third one, which is our Everything East County. So we can actually break it up very um, specifically. But then we can send out emails and stay in touch with people really easily in a good-looking format and that it has great deliverability rates. Our average open rate for our realtors is 35 to 40%, probably 35.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, so yeah, MailChimp. All right, well I'm gonna go a different direction than what I was gonna share, and I wanna share something with you um, that can really, really help you out when we're talking about this work-life balance thing. And it is this little feature on your phone that does not get used enough. But when you're trying to go on vacation and actually detach from The work life, it is this little tiny thing, which you just swipe up or down on your phone, depending on how old your iPhone is. And it's an icon that looks like a moon. That is called do not disturb. Do not disturb mode on your phone is one of the most valuable features you could have. Because here's what happens, if you have your phone on and you're on vacation and it's vibrating, it's ringing, it's distracting you, you're not present, you're totally, you know, paying attention to other things other than being present in the moment with your family, with your, your friends. Um, so using that do not disturb mode is so valuable to shut that shit off. You don't need to see those texts. You don't need to see those emails like you don't need to see any of that stuff. If you need to just literally leave your phone at home. Like I did a vacation one time, I went to Cabo and left my phone. I didn't even bring it down there with me like it was one of the best vacations like i've never been more present ever
1: when i went on a cruise we've done two the first time we paid for the internet package and the second time we didn't and i'm really glad yeah, we did more fun yeah yeah
0: yep i love going to the desert um, one of my favorite parts of going out to the desert is the fact my phone doesn't work out there yeah. <laughs> like it just doesn't and the only time last time we went it did work but at like five in the morning <laughs> so and then it was dead by like six when there's like everybody sleeping And then you got enough time to, you know, get a couple things done. Um, But when you just shut that phone off, do not disturb mode, or just literally leave your phone, you know, in a drawer at home, that will change the game for you. So use that do not disturb mode, complete game changer. Cool. All right, guys, hopefully you got a lot of value out of the show today. If you have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode, you can go to thewhistleway.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel join our referral network, join our Facebook group, and find out about our upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is an event where Brian and I unpack everything we've learned over the last six years of creating thousands of videos together and put it into a nicely packaged course specifically for you. So thewhistleway.com. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Whistleway Podcast.
1: See you guys next week.